0: Uh, Before we get started, let's have a word of prayer, and then we'll dig into God's Word. So let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you we could be here today and just praise and worship you. Lord, thank you that we all came out to get uh, today. And Lord, I pray that you give me the strength to speak the words of your Word and give the audience the ability and the capacity to apprehend and to listen and to be encouraged by the words that are preached Lord, we love you and we hope to please you in everything we do, think and say. In your name, amen. So the title is My Problems, God's Power. We'll be in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 1 to 30. So in this life, everyone has problems. It wouldn't be natural if we didn't have problems. And I have a good problem I once had. One day, when I was about five or six years old, I decided to get my cat down from a tree. My cat climbed a tree, and I wanted to get it down. So I decided to get this cat down. So I go up to the tree, start climbing up, and just as I'm about to grab this tail and rip it down, I fall. But the thing is, with this tree, it has a fork in the bottom of it. So when I fall, my knee gets stuck in the, in the V. So my knee's bent in this V, and I just can't get out. I am helpless, I cannot get out. So I start yelling, and my mom comes, and she doesn't know what to do either. So we have to go get the pops. <laughs> and he comes out, and he cuts the tree down. Well, part part of the tree down. (laughs) And I'm free. (laughs) But I mean, what was the problem there? I was stuck. I was helpless. I couldn't go anywhere. So now, let's open our Bibles and see what Jehoshaphat's problem was. So point number one, Jehoshaphat's problem. Jehoshaphat's problem Verses 1 and 2. After this, the Moabites and Amorites, with some of the Menuites, came to make war on Jehoshaphat. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the sea. It is already in Hazar Tamar, that is, and Gedi. So what do we see? There's a vast army coming. These three nations are coming together to make war in Jehoshaphat. So that means potential destruction. There's potential destruction here. So then we see that Jehoshaphat uh, has a proclamation. Point number two. Jehoshaphat's proclamation. Verses three to four. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all of Judah. Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. So there's a fast for all of Judah. We see this in verse 3. That he called for a fast. He proclaimed a fast. But he also called for an assembly of the people. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. They called for an assembly. Point number 3. Jehoshaphat's prayer, Jehoshaphat's prayer, we see this in verses 5 to 12. It says, Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in the front of the new courtyard and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand and no one can withstand you. O our God, do you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before the people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If whether the word or judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. But now, here are men from Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade. And they came from Egypt. So they turned away and did not destroy them. See how they were repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance. O our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. So they acknowledge God's power in the beginning of this prayer. They acknowledge God's power. It says, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hands. Power and might. So they acknowledge God's power, they acknowledge past victories. They acknowledge the past victories. We see this in verse 7. O oh, our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? So you see, they acknowledge the past victories. They said that they drove out the inhabitants that once lived here. They acknowledge God's presence. They acknowledge God's presence. Verse 9. If calamity comes upon us, whether the word, or judgment, or plague, or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name. So they acknowledge God's presence. They're saying that He is here. That's why they're standing in front of this temple. He is in this temple, and they're acknowledging His presence. They acknowledge the present need. They acknowledge their present need. Verses ten and eleven. But now. Here are men from Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance. So they acknowledge the present need. These armies are coming to destroy them, coming to annihilate them. That's their need. So they're asking God to deliver them. They acknowledge they have no power. They're weak. They're powerless. They have no power. Verse 12. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army. They're weak. They don't know what to do. They're helpless. This vast army is coming, but they don't know what to do. They acknowledge the need for protection. They acknowledge the need for protection. Verse 12. For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. So they are acknowledging that they need protection. They're asking God to save them. Point number four. Jehaziel's prophecy. Jehaziel's prophecy. Verses 14 to 17. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, Son of Jeel, the son of Mattaniah, a Levite and descendant of Asap. As he stood in the assembly, he said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz. And you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Joel. You'll not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. God answered Josephat's prayer through Jehaziel. Jehaziel is a prophet. And he tells them that they will not be destroyed. He says, go out to meet them, but don't fight this battle. This battle has already been won. God will win this battle for you. Point five. Judah's praise. Judah's praise. Verses 18 to 22. Then Joseph had bowed with his face to the ground. And all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Then some Levites from the Korthonites and Korthonites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tioka. As they set out, Josephat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness. As they went down at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord sent ambushes against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah. And they were defeated. So you see that they praise God before they before this victory even happened. Joseph had appointed men to sing, to praise God, to acknowledge His presence and His power. But they weren't even done yet. The army—it's still there. They still have potential destruction. But what do they do? They praise God. They praise Him. Bef- uh, they praise Him before He delivers them. They also believe God's word through a prophet, the prophet being Jehaziel. Point number six: It's a vast army is coming. Twenty-two to twenty-four. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord sent ambushes against the men of Moab and Mount Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The men of Ammon and Moab rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one, no, not no one had escaped. So imagine this. There's this, this giant hill with a valley on the other side of it. We go up this hill expecting you to see a great army, men, horses, chariots, who knows what. And yes, we see them. But in the way you weren't thinking, they're dead. Not one of them had escaped. The Lord had finished them. He destroyed them. So the Israelites didn't have to do it. He took care of their problems. And the whole army was destroyed. Point number seven. Jehoshaphat's plunder. Jehoshaphat's plunder. Verse 25. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder. And they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing. And also articles of value more than I could take away there was so much plunder it took three days to remove it all three days to take all this stuff that they found clothes food maybe weapons that is a big army that's a vast army that proves that it was a vast army it was a small army Maybe one, maybe two days. Who knows? But no, it's such a big army, it took three whole days to take away this plunder that they got. Point number eight. Jehoshaphat's peace. Jehoshaphat's peace. Verses 29 and 30. The fear of God came upon all the kingdom of the countries when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace, for his God had given him rest on every side. God gave them peace from their enemies. Once the other countries has found out that this great battle had occurred, and that the Israelites didn't have to lift a finger against them, and that their God is the one that protected them and delivered them, They were afraid. They feared God. They want nothing to do with this God. They want nothing to do with this nation. So they left them alone. There is peace in this time. So what do you get from this? One, we need to refuse panic in times of trouble. Just like Jehoshaphat refused to panic when he was about to get attacked, about to get destroyed maybe from this vast army. We also need to make sure we don't panic when it gets hard, when the troubles come. We need to rely on God. We also need to rely on the power of prayer. Joseph had prayed, and the people prayed, and they trusted the prayer. They relied on this prayer, and they relied that they were going to be saved from this vast army that was coming. We too need to rely when we pray. We need to remember that we have a problem solving God. We have a problem-solving God. It might not seem like it sometimes, but we do. We have a God who will solve, solve all our problems. And finally, we need to pray more. But when we pray, we need to make sure we pray and ask in God's name and not our name. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you that we were able to come here and worship you. Lord, thank you for this message and that we are able to listen and hopefully get something out of it. Let I pray that you'll protect us as we go our separate ways and as we go the rest of the day. Lord, we love you and thank you for this day in your name. Amen.